Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Resources 
of our lives, everything that we have is because what we manifest our life and stuff that give thanks that the Heavenly Mother and Father is always there for us. And as um, Baba give thanks for his life, Ibache, Baba Medehuchi stated in his, uh, one of his uh, teaching moments that everybody has a mother and father and that no matter whether you like them or not, that was who you came through. And give thanks that, you know, we all came through somebody at this time. So, Ashe, we give thanks for the ancestors. We give thanks to the energies and forces of Mother Nature that is always bringing us hot to a higher level. And we give thanks to the energies of each other, of our children, of all things on this earth, because all things are holy and sacred. We are all holy and sacred beings, Ashe. So we give thanks for that. So I am uh, definitely joyous because Queen Mother is online, Ashe. Greetings and blessings. Uh-oh, is the speaker on? I hope that everyone is hearing me. So perhaps I am mistaken and still trying to get her. So I'm still looking for Queen Mother to join us. But let me tell you a little briefly about what tonight's show is going to talk about. It's going to talk about the fact that, um, you know, Mercury retrograde has really set forth a real messed up kind of thing on the planet with all these things going away, especially... uh, Especially communication has been like a real crazy type. Greetings and blessings. Oh, oh, you know, I wow. Had to I just remembered. Oh. I know. Yeah. It's all right, Queen Mother. I was just talking about the fact that Mercury retrograde is messing up communication. So that's <laughs> hard. To stay on point, I think that Mercury, and I want to, I'm going to look it up. I, I know I have it when it's going to end. But Mercury has really thrown things in disarray. It's making things crazy for everybody. November 10th, the end, when it moves direct. So we got quite a few days. We got five more days <coughs> for Mercury retrograde to be crazy. <laughs> so what are we going to do at this moment? Well, we were 
you know, we this week is for the ancestors in terms of it's all about love, loving the ancestors. And, you know, it's a really good opportunity. I think Mercury Retrograde actually is an opportunity for people to step back and do something different than they normally do, you know, and that, you know, by connecting with the ancestors, the messages and the, through dreams and through your daily interactions with people, it gets you uh, centered on what you need to be focused on, especially at a point where communications is running crazy all around the planet. You could stay focused. So, you know, even though I've had some really crazy communications going on today, the fact is is that um, it actually helped me to gain in patience because I had an appointment at the doctor and it was at, uh, they took blood at 1130 and her appointment was until 1 o'clock and I was like, why she can't see me now, you know? <laughs> I was getting really upset. And I had to go for a walk because to calm my energy down. And then I was like, in my mind, well, she won't see me no more. You mean to tell me she can't, you know? And then I started thinking all kinds of crazy thoughts. I'm not going to allow her to see me. But when I went in there, she was very helpful, very um, very much a, a good connection. So I, if I'd have let it, I would have went home and said, you guys got to call me another time for appointments. I'm not staying here till 1 o'clock for no appointment. But I did manage to gain my patience, and in it I met some interesting people in my walk around the facilities, you know. So a blessing came out of the circumstance, is that it? Exactly. Exactly, and that's because within my inner self, my um, I remember what my mom always said: "Calm down, you know you you ain't you ain't a star, you know they got so many people here, it's overflowing." So whoever made the appointment made it incorrect because they know it doesn't take two hours for blood work. It's really only like five minutes. The most they've ever did was 15 minutes. So, you know, right then and there, that that shares a um, a negative flow. But I went to the woman that schedules the um, appointments, and I tell you, uh, I told her, you know, how you schedule me for blood at 1130 and a doctor at 1? You know, that's off. So she admitted it was off, and, you know, she did it during Mercury retrograde time, so it was off. So we have a good relationship. I don't want to lose that or break that up because I'm mad she did something because 99% of the time she does whatever I ask or she gives me appointments that make sense. So, you know, in that way, you know, reflecting back on, the importance of the individual, you know, instead of me feeling I'm so important, but really laying back and allowing the day to manifest and speaking in, you know, good words, not negative words, into my 
day by remembering, you know, the, the words that my mom say, you know, when I, I'm i off. So that in itself gave me comfort. And, you know, that takes us back to what we have to talk about, which is, you know, honoring the ancestors, you know, and really um, why should we, you know, what is the purpose? I know a lot of people that are um, different religions uh, are definitely um, opposed to honoring their ancestors. They feel that that is worshiping idols. And um, it's hard for them to break through limited concepts. I said today we would like to help them to break through limited limitations and really, you know, and this is out to the people who um, listen to the show because they enjoy it. You know, they don't belong to any particular thing. Many may consider themselves Christian, but um, this is nothing to do with a religion. This is to do with honoring your roots. Okay. So what we're saying there, languages, there are different terms that can address what we're talking about. Those who came before, our forebearers, our the, the runners in time who who ran the race to make sure that there was a space and a place for those who came after. They have uh, a job well done, so they get acknowledged for what they have done, which we don't always know, but we know before we came there was someone before us, and there are certain patterns of making sure that we in our own mind do something that tells us that somebody needs to be acknowledged and somebody needs to be honored, that somebody of those who did come before. And we can uh, remember their essence, we can remember their contribution, we can just remember that they were born, and they were born in a time that was that required a lot more stamina, a lot more courage, and a lot more patience with the environment and the world around them. So when thinking about an ancestral time to remember, that's a thought right there. Who are you? Who are we thinking? Who am I thinking about? when I remember those who went before me. And so they are called our the ancestors, those who are called the for, front runners or the forebearers, but they were somebody who made a difference in the time that they were on the planet. So it's a good time to give thanks for those who came before, and we can demonstrate it in different ways. Okay. Well... I know that uh, one of my uh, ways to honor the ancestors is to make sure that, uh, you know, every day that I thank, you know, the great creator for the mom and father that gave me birth and that helped me to, you know, um, really get a handle on who I am, you know, and, and and what I'm about, and keeping me in control until I could keep myself in control. 
and the memory comes as you grow older and become more settled in understanding what went on before. Because at the time that you're getting that that instruction or that guidance, it's a little different than after you're older and you get to look at your growing up years and and what has been a benefit and and just just reflecting on um, memory. memory lane or is it memories what do I remember that came forth when we reflect on the names of our ancestors and what those names stood for when I think about the word of wisdom and the man Solomon was very much known for being one of the wisest men in that in the culture which he lived in the time in which he lived and when I think about my father's name and it is Solomon it's something to refresh when I can consider my, the name of father represents wisdom. So how to how to continue that as a pattern of life, a way of life, because the wisest person is the one who may not say so much, but to be wise is to know what you, it's useful to, to know, and if there's someone who laid the groundwork for that, it's just what I call a real benefit. So names do influence the what we do sometimes by knowing from whence our families and our ancestors and our forebears have come from. Okay, and having that information, it strengthens you because you know that um, within your line that you come from, you know, people of wisdom, of knowledge, of strength, from... You know, within my father's line, uh, many of them have names of kings, you know, and those names are, and my father was very proud of his name, George. As a matter of fact, some days we called him King George (laughs) because he was really acting like the king, you know, which, um, you know, when when you're going through it, you'd be like, ah, I wait. I can't wait till I'm grown so I can do what I want to do. And, you know, that life was so much sweeter than this life, you know, that is so full of struggle. I mean, we literally did not have to worry about where our next meal was coming from, whether or not we had money to, you know, survive. We didn't have those issues. Our parents didn't let us in on adult issues. They kept us straight, you know, into, you know, our job was going to school, being respectful to the neighbors, you know, doing things that uh, we're supposed to do. So within that um, foundation, you know, that was something that was a legacy that was, you know, sort of uh, moved forward. Because, you know, that was really hard times, if you think about it. You know, those times that we grew up, you know, and and each generation, you know, within 20 years has had a different experience. But growing up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, there was opportunity to see, you know, that you had, uh, you could go and you could talk and, you know, do this and that. You know, there was a general freedom. But my mother and father's time, they were, 
They weren't able to just do whatever they wanted to do. They had to fight for the right to do things. And as today is uh, Election Day all across the country, um, we really have to honor the ancestors by getting involved in the politics and who represents us and making the policies that affect us. We can't sit still and allow it to impact upon us because we're going to lose the freedoms, those very freedoms that our ancestors fought for. That's a real live statement you just said. So to keep that, in the, again, in the forefront based on the forebearers and how we were truly um, reminded over this past uh, the election of these past years of the importance of getting involved. And now we have a little more wisdom, a little wiser, and we know that there's some, some major confronts, major concerns that we must address. And a lot of it does have to do with our generation that will be responsible for sort of when we are moving on upward and outward, we will be considered those who came before and how we were uh, making the, the roads easier or different or uh, more understood, so for the younger generation to, to carry on the legacy. So that really is where we are now, uh, laying a form of groundwork for what can happen that we want to happen, the whole love factor, how we want that to continue to be a, to permeate in our families, um, the whole moral issue of how you respect and treat others and are patient with others, all those uh, basic words that don't cost very much but just to cost our own sense of purpose and our sense of caring about someone. So how to keep that going? It's a kind of rugged time now because we see so much negativity that's floating from family to parents and to the neighborhood and to the larger community. And so today with the election and some of the questions that we're asked to respond to about what to do with the, the financing of the community. Do we want a casino or don't we want a casino? Do we want the land to be utilized for a particular purpose versus not being utilized for a different purpose? We have a chance to answer. We may only answer it uh, without knowing as much data, but at least we have a sense of what the world can look like if we have any influence in it. So it is a, it's a, it's a time to get wiser. It's a time to get um, to understand what you want as a purpose for yourself and for the future. So it does require um, a stand back, stand up, and take a look at what's going on in our brain capacity, what's going on in our and our ancestral reference. What did we gain, and how can we continue to 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 voice our concerns? And it comes in different ways. It's radio time, it's social media time, it's it's print media time, but it's a time to to reflect on what we want to leave as the as the base group now for the future generation. And, you know, that, that really rolls into, you know, the really the essence of who we are as a people that, you know, whether we consider ourselves African or not, all people come from Africa. And so it's time for everyone to honor the mother which gave birth to all things. So we even need to go further back because once you start to honor 
the mother of all human beings, then you can get into honoring the roots. If for some reason it's been sort of like every um, myth that uh, has a, a a birth mother, we don't honor that birth mother. We we try to knock her down, you know, and 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 this is um, really thought. The, the whole thing is honoring the mother that gave you birth, you know, and not not ignoring the father, but also including the mother and balancing it and having some harmonious kinds of things because all people have been created on this earth to do good. And when all of our children get that message, Imagine how much good that's going to be done on earth. And I believe that's the message of the ancestors throughout, is that you're here to do good. Use your time to figure out your meaningful purpose on this earth and then start working towards it and working to make things better for yourself and for the people, you know, in your life. That can't be said too often. What am I here for? What is what am I here for? It's not even so much the purpose, but why am I here? And then get an answer to where do you want to start from to help you to make that choice. When we think about the richness of our ancestors and what they contributed to something that we can see, something that is tangible, and all what have they contributed to that we don't see, which is a whole love factor, uh, a, a caring, and in conversation with the young lady about uh, lost time, when you lose a person that's dear to you, whether it's a mother or father, and what kind of uh, group surrounding do you have to, to nurture you during that time, we can call a time of mourning, of loss. So where, how we gather uh, our people together, ancestors, there was always a, a, a grouping, a, a communal support system that uh, made it easier during the earlier on times. We are, I think, now more independent of and more kind of solo factor, solo focused, but that whole energy that of, the, of the, our ancestors who did come together as a, be, as a body to make sure in terms of the feminine, the mother, was at the base of making sure that everything was covered. And that is a, a, a source that we have to say often, more often than not, but more with a purpose than just do you love your mother. But what is it about the mother love that transcends anything that uh, we can even imagine? Um, there's a man by the name of Dr. John Bowling who has a program called The Mandala, the Mandala and he's very you know he, committed. You know he's the my mother. Mentor. Well, there we are. Speak more about him. Go forth. I say Dr. John Bolin. He's a psychiatrist, and he's been pioneering uh, the dark mother uh, theory for as long as I've known him, and that was since the 90s, I know since 70s. And he has a book called The Soul of Heart, and it's a very good therapeutic book to work with people of color because there there's so many shadows of slavery on top of us 
that we have generational poverty. And um, sure, it's the fault of, you know, people who are in power, but it's also people who at this time can claim their power, you know, through the exercise of really understanding what that mother brought you here for, you know, and really uh, going back and looking at it from the eyes of, you know, gratitude and just the eyes of of really understanding, you know, because no one said that life was going to be a crystal stair, but you can make it that way as you get older and get more in control of your existence. But I'm sorry I interrupted you. I just had to say, Dr. Bolden, that was one of my mentors. But go ahead, Queen Mother, forgive me. Well, no, that's wonderful because I did say, would you step in and speak about him because of the experience you've had? So by calling his name, that then said that he has he has shared his wisdom, his knowledge, and his commitment to a very large audience, and he has not stopped that that pattern of of uh, having us all to reach deeper into that mother that motherism that made it possible for us to have something to reach into and he does refer to it as the dark mother and it's not many who today uh he keep us focused on that aspect of life. He may be one of the few but uh that that is very committed to keeping hope alive through the mother principle. And he also introduced the whole area of the concept of the brain and how the brain influences our lives, the left and the right right brain principle. So that's another aspect of of knowing more about in the beginning there was information that would guide us today to know how important it is to um, reflect on the brain, which we don't often talk a lot about. But the whole mother principle, the thanksgiving for the... um, the mother river, the water that flows, and when they, even the breaking of the of the water to bring the child forth, that the whole business of the mother and the influence of the spirit of the mother and the, and the motherism that is so a part of each of us that we need more to give thanks for it. I must say again, my father's name was a wise man, and we certainly did refer to him often as King Solomon, that the, his wife and my mother's name was Mary, which represented the the um, primary name um, for um, many cultures and many religions, and the the base of um, how to how to respect the motherism, which comes out of that name. So it may be called Mary, and in, 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 in the English it could be Maria, but it's a, a very prophetic name that. Uh, was a source of my life and a source of my being. And on one occasion when I was celebrating my day of birth, I researched and looked at all the Marys I could find in the community. And the name that I gave this project was called the Maryama Project. I think you may be familiar yes, with the Maryama Project. You did a lot to contribute to that. That's, I think, when the Queen Mother first became real. Um, when we 1890. Were Matter of fact, I found the date. I found the ceremony and everything when we were preparing it. So it was 1995. And such a contribution. 
April 20th, 1995. It should be a day of celebration. We could make a special day of that because it was a very profound day, and you did a lot of wonderful work, the written piece that you did for that, and to blend it. But it was all about the mother and some of the young mothers who did not have godmothers for their children. And we wanted to make sure that they had the benefit of the whole movement of what it meant to to give give um, respect to and, and make sure that young children had someone that was a part of their growing up life, the Mariama Project. I say. And, you know, Mariama Project, it takes form in many different ways because as a Ifa priestess, this is, uh, uh, or that was, the Mariana Project was a um, key uh, or a foundation for me moving forward to embrace the concept of extended family because that is what's needed. That is what was broken from us. The family lines, the lineages were broken. So we are naturally a community people. So by us not having those various different relationships with mothers and, and you know, not just your own mother but other mothers because in most cases you're so much like your mother, you have conflict with her. So you need other mothers that can give you that, um, you know, well, advice and wisdom and knowledge and love that you need, you know. So, Ashe, um, that that was very much a part of the foundation. Matter of fact, you know, after going through training with you and Dr. Boland, I was like, wow, there's so much missing. How do we put this back into our community? How to how do we a race, and uh, I know that um, uh, sh- uh, the slavery, post-traumatic slave syndrome, was ninth. Dr. Joy DeGru was 2005, and Dr. Boland's Shadows of Slavery was since 1990. You know, it was she was somebody who put it in a theoretical framework for us to operate where Dr. Bolin had it intertwined in his. So if if you if you research it, that she's not the first to identify those things, but she was the first to put a theoretical framework on it. What is missing? What does this produce? You know, when you have vacant self-esteem, when you have, um, you know, uh, constant anger, you know. So these are things that are still... Uh, being born in the children, you know, born with anger because the life that is being given to them uh, contains memories and, you know, um, connections from the past. You know, the tree does not sever its roots from the, the fruit, you know, and just let the fruit has to mature in order for the tree to let it go. And that is the uh, way that we need to look at it because when you have a fruit, you see that within that branch that 
many different branches support that fruit so that it could be sweet and juicy and mature. So, you know, I tell you that um, the real understanding of honoring your ancestors began with that training, you know, and and powerful. And now it's, you know, as I look into the... um, the theoretical constructs of social work now, I see that they are, their model is what was spoken of by, you know, many of us working the system in the 80s and the 90s about unfairness to the client, empowering the client, making the patient work well by working on self-management, self things and stop victimizing and calling it the medical model because, you know, they used to, what's wrong with the victim, but what's wrong with the environment? What's wrong with what's impacting on them to make that generational poverty? So I know this is very deep, <laughs> and it is definitely one of these topics that I'm opening up the lines. Please call in 347 347- Nine eight nine zero one eight zero, and share your ideas and your um, you know, what are you going to do to honor your ancestors? Share your 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 knowledge base with us. You know, if you have a comment or you want to um, say something, please call in and and let us hear from you. But I'm sorry, Queen Mother, I'm just dominating the time, and I, you know, don't want to do that. But I'm really excited about this topic because when you talk about it's all about love, that's the root. You know, if you don't love the root, you know, you need the roots in order to have the tree to survive. Your Offering your words of uh, knowledge base tonight is all in keeping with the ancestors' decision that tonight you would be excited about the topic. So the timing and all worked out appropriately for us to explore it, explore it together. So it's one of those giving thanks for the way that it is unfolding because it's so real what we have to undress. And, and and dissect in a way. When you think about the root of the tree, there sometimes things get rotten and they have to be uh, exposed and separated so that we can have a better a root and, and grow a different, a, a more tasty fruit, if you will. And I think that's where we are now. We're opening up a dialogue that uh, will not uh, continue unless it is brought forth as frequent as possible because the root is still there and it still needs to be uh, the, the the negative from the positive, even though you always have the, the the two, you have to continue to look at what's more more useful and what's more advantageous. So at the time now is a kind of rough time to to uh, recreate um, what our ancestors did. 
have us know and how sometimes they're crying out to us in all forms as to what we must do to rectify or bring to the surface the 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 important people who started the the whole issue of love, caring, patience, and help. And that's where we really are now, hoping to to uh, strengthen what is at the root cause of where we came from. So we have the, the, the King Georges and we have the King Solomons and we have the the uh, Queen Marys and we have the Queen Elizabeths. We have the and the naming of our young people and how they can reach back into well it's not just a, a, a name that meant, means nothing but every name means something and if it doesn't then why not give it a name so that we can we can reach back into finding the the poor parents we don't know where they started from. We don't know who we were separated from. So it's really something we will not ever know unless we uh, have a, a, a magnetic dream or something that helps us to connect because all things are possible when we look at what has been done over the years uh, so that it would be such a blessing, a benefit to know from whence we have come, what mother started, my mother and my grandmother and my great, how far back could I ever uh, envision knowing who laid the first seed for me? It would be quite a quite a revelation. Ashay. Ashay. Well, I tell you that, um, you know, it is just a matter of time before, you know, we explode, <laughs> you know, as a, a planet, as as a people, because there is so much um, discord and disharmony, you know, and, you know, if, if people could just uh, slow down, and um, really connect to the ancestral message because it surely is there. It's surely there. So when um, when I when I think of ancestors, I'm a little um, maybe concentrate on my mother and father because they're recently gone, and of course they were had such a great impact. But I'm also starting to develop names so that I have like a family tree. Matter of fact, my great, great, great grandfather's name was Caesar. <laughs> so I've gone back like five generations. So I'm really, you know, excited. And next week, um, Sandra... Miss Sandra, who uh, generally joins us, she's having really a bad week. Mercury retrograde just uh, really threw her for a loop. And um, she's going to come on next week and share how to do a search on Ancestral.com because we can all search for our ancestors so that we can put a name to the roots and and gain in power because we never know, you know, who they were, what they were about. But both my mother and father's family came from um, 
slave roots from British slave roots because of the names, you know. Very much uh, names that are to honor, like the kings of England and stuff, William, you know, Richard, you know, all these various different, um, not Richard, um, sorry, William, George, um, Charles. So, you know, those those type of things tell you something. So there are so many things that we can learn, you know, from doing a search of the names and, you know, the um, people. And, you know, it's so sad that, you know, you wait until people are gone to ask them about the family. So you don't really know the stories. So I urge everybody, if you have people around you, get the stories. The fifth family history. Yes, that is a tragedy. It really is very tragic that we do miss out on knowing our legacy and our lineage and from whence we've come. And now there is um, the whole delicate thing of talking to the young ones to identify as much as they can their parents, and so it would be good to have a forum or a way to help the younger children to be appreciative, not knowing sometimes where to start. So it really would be quite a movement if there isn't one going on now to help our young people so that they have some base those who do not know some base of connection to their present families and while at the same time trying to go in time, uh, it would certainly be a an ongoing generational um, task because while we're energizing in the negative realm, that would be really a great thing to energize in a positive realm because we can see the value and the importance of family. One of the the activities within the Children of the Light program was to establish a family tree where they would work on the roots and then uh, and then work on the least, those who are still alive. It's certainly a wonderful program for young people to get involved in with appropriate instruction, direction, or commitment to going back in time and then to develop from this time forward to whom do I owe my allegiance. I say, I And that's something that every child needs to have, they need to have their own family tree, and they need to have the leaves and need to know the roots. I mean, it's it's really important, and that's why we are going to do a campaign for getting money so we can do the Children of Life light program. We can get a version of the... Uh, Mariana program, you know, and this is why we're connected because these things that you have been doing for many years do not need to disappear off the earth. We've got to find a way to get it funded so that we can get it out there to the community. 
And that's why we will be doing our campaign um, on Indigo. We will be uh, asking everyone to support us. Um, I actually want to uh, stop here and uh, ask everyone to join us next week when we do the Ancestral Continue with our Ancestral uh, program right now with uh, Mercury off kilter. We're sort of, you know, not really, um, we're not really reaching who we need to reach. So that. That's why next week we'll be doing uh, technical things so you'll know how to do a family tree. And, um, you know, I'm I'm so excited because uh, Yoruba House of Worship is really um, committed to changing the lives of the children so that we can heal this post-traumatic and these shadows that, you know, overtake us and cause our families to dysfunction. So I definitely want um, everyone to join us next week because it's going to be a powerhouse. As I said, Ms. Sandra will be doing the structure of the ancestral um, research on Ancestral.com. Queen Mother, you'll be sharing them with us, the children of the light, how we can um, get that out and, and let people know that we'll, we'll have that available so that, you know, they can do it online and um, really be persistent in our job to heal the community, to bring us back to the wholeness that we had once upon a time. So, Queen Mother, could you share with everyone their, your contact information? And I urge you guys to call Queen Mother. It's good to have an elder with the compassion and the knowledge and wisdom that Queen Mother brings. Well, I certainly will. And I, before even going there, we know that we offer always our love to each other through our energy love clap, and that is one of the things that we do uh, whenever we in groups is to send out the love, starting with ourselves and then sending it out to the ones nearest us, and then we send it back and forth so we feel it in our hearts. So we really are thankful that we continue to do that, and we can be reached at contact Miss B, number seven, at yahoo.com. That's contact Miss B7 at yahoo.com. There's also banksenterpriseonline.com, and on that website there's a space to ask questions of Miss B, and then there can be a follow up with that. Um, if there's a need, uh, important, if there's an interest in direct contact, this area code two one two seven two four five four eight two, and the goal always is to create. A different environment and become better people so that we can be more loving, more kind, and considerate and bring more light in dark places. So we're thankful. And we know that tonight we moved as we moved because there were many things in this day, as you said, 
that uh, preempted some things that we were accustomed to doing. So we we know that now there was a reason, perhaps, that misdirected some of our activities for this day or made it real for this day. I say. So I just want to uh, say a shout-out to uh, Miss Sandra and send her my love and light. I want to also send a shout-out to one of my dreamers, Connie Davis-Lewis who is running a program and in Brooklyn, and I definitely want her to reach out to you, Queen Mother. So if you're listening, Connie, please pick up the phone and call Queen Mother so that you can organize Children of the Light curriculum with the Bed-Stuy kids because it is something beautiful for children to have and teenagers too. So I say... And um, I want to send a shout-out to Goddess Yvette. Uh, please join us anytime, Goddess Yvette. We're looking forward to you coming back, Motown witch that you are, and bringing your energy and your beautiful self back on air with us, Ashe. So I um, feel that... Uh, Mercury has given us a message to perhaps not delay our show, you know, so that we're working up the seven minutes that's left, but to actually leave people with a thought, you know, how are you honoring the people on whose shoulders you stand on? And how are you making life better for the people on earth? How are you living, you know, are you living in joy and happiness because you're supposed to do? So I leave you with those questions, and I ask everybody, call in next week and give us some of your comments and let us know, you know, what you're thinking. You can email me at askqueenmother, A-S-K, queen, Q-U-E-E-N, Mother, M-O-T-H-E-R, with the number two, at gmail.com. And give a list of your questions, you know, because it is new for many people. The whole idea of um, doing something that's African-based is new. So, you know, allow us to lead you and guide you gently into discovering your own path and your own way of honoring your ancestors as we continue to promote and encourage people worldwide that it's all about love and to really take that in and, you know, think about it and see how you feel about it, because it is all about love. So, Ashe, Queen Mother, do you want to uh, give us a prayer, and then we'll uh, end, although you gave us a sort sort of a prayer earlier. But um, that is always an excellent way to end. Yes, uh, it is a, a, a definitely a, a way to unify our thoughts and unify ourselves with ourselves 
So we are very blessed and we are very thankful that we had this time together. We are very thankful that we had our ancestors to be with us tonight. And we're always looking forward to a day where things can be better and the best we know is yet to come. And it's always good to look high and, and look deep, but know that we are great people that we have so much to, to give thanks for, so much that we can continue to contribute. So let us start always remembering that I am very special, I am a blessing, I am great, and as we can say, as uh, Jesse Jackson always say, I am somebody and I am proud to be somebody. And we just saw a wonderful television program where we talked about the young sisters who rock, and they really were very pleased that they had something to contribute. So we leave tonight saying we are thankful, we are blessed, and we're ever ready to do what we can to make life better for others with whom we speak and with whom we come in contact with. Ashe, Ashe. Ashe, Ashe, thank you for joining us. We love you, and we definitely look forward to seeing you next week. Or <laughs> hearing from you next week, Ashe. Give thanks. Amen. Good night. Good night. Good night. Enjoy the night. Henceforth. Ashe. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.